Welcome to Nation of Storytellers. Rose joins us this time to tell us a few stories from her childhood spent travelling around Ireland with the circus. My name is Rose Millis and um, I was brought up on a circus nearly all my life, like, you know, uh, breaks maybe six months or things like that. But um, schooling, I didn't get because I wasn't, I wasn't sent actually to school. So what I've learned, I had to learn it on my own, you know, myself, like, you know. But um, the reading, I didn't do reading because I wasn't taught how to read. So it's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's terrible when you're not able to read, like, because you lose out in a lot, lot of stuff. Were both of your parents involved in the circus? No, my father was. My mother... My, I say my father, but she wasn't involved in the circus. It was just my father was doing the acrobats and stuff, and he walked down the circus like. So every summer we'd be going on the circus. We'd go with the the circus, like, and he'd be doing his acrobats and stuff like that. But um, I never went out. I never done things. I didn't want to do it, you know. And my my father said to me, there's one thing about you, he said, when you say no, you mean no. And he was dead, I'm dead, he's dead right, like I'm very, uh, I'm not doing that. I'd say, and it was, I think it was a smart little kid because I was out of the dark. But I'd say, I'm not doing that. I don't want people looking at me. I don't want anyone looking at me. I'd say, so I'm not doing your, 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 your tricks and your Whatever you're doing, I said, I'm not doing it. I said, like, you know, so I was at the end of that, like, you know, so I didn't, I didn't take a circus as a great deal, like, you know, it was probably right too. But, um, so that's what happened with me anyway, like, you know. We had a monkey on a circus and the monkey wouldn't take water, but he'd drink milk. So when the kids are coming around, I'd say, don't give them the milk, give them the water. So we, <laughs> they'd give them the water and throw the bottle at them. <laughs> Tevious, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, I used to pour out a monkey, like, you know. But all he'd he would drink, he'd drink milk, but not the water. And of course, the kids got it <laughs> all over them, whatever, you know, things like that, too, that. It would do, like, funny things, you know, children now. Mischievous as you know yourself. <laughs> I only say a day, like uh, two days, we say in uh, each town. And then you'd move on. You'd have to go about five in the morning and then get up. And then, of course, the, the fellas on the tents and that, they'd pull down the tent and all for the next morning to, to pack it up. Every two days we'd move, like, you know. And uh, that's, so that's what it was, like routine, like uh, every second day we, we had to do that, like, you know, all over the place. Went to all the towns in Ireland, like every town in Ireland we went to. But it was a, a tough place, a circus really, for especially fellas that come and be putting the tents up and that. And I used to really feel sorry for them, I said, poor devils, because we wouldn't have any tents like to sleep in, sleeping under the caravans and things like that. And you know, you're looking at them, God help them, I'd say. And then, then they're moving away from their homes, you might go there maybe for two days to walk on it, like. And uh, you know what I mean? Or sometimes they go with the circus. 
Well, it meant like they were in, they had to sleep under uh, caravans and that. That'd be their uh, home, like, and I suppose, I don't know who do that knew, to be honest, which I suppose they, I can't remember that part. I've never seen them beaten, like, you know, that it's obviously it. But that sort of thing, like, I was only looking at the, I was looking at the, the how they lived at was harsh. We lived really harsh as well, like, but looking at them, like, I thought it was even harder the more we would uh, live. Because I, I had a bed to sleep and, and um, I was getting me food. I was doing all right, like, as far as I was concerned. But when I'm looking at the other people, the way they lived, and it was a nice life, really, but we didn't think it was a good life, you know. That was my opinion, like, you know, as a kid even, like, you know. That uh, if I ever, when I grow up, I say, there's no way am I going to be on this thing, like on this circus, like, you know what I mean? I'd be over here, like, you know. And I, I didn't, I didn't, it didn't appeal to me, like, you know. I just thought it was a tough place to be, walk on a circus. Were you one of the only small children living with the circus? No, I think there was other kids in there, but they were they were doing the acrobats and the circus, and they were uh, they. Some of them, we had some people from all over the place. We had uh, all different nationalities, and we had Germans. We had uh, uh, we had English, we had Irish on us, some in the north, and all different people. And maybe we'd have some uh, Russian tennis. And, you know, you'd have all different, national, different nationalities on there, right? Like, you know. Yeah, the, 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 you'd play with the kids, but they they had to do their exercises and train for their thing, make sure they got right for the next night and things like that. So they'd be doing training every day. So I didn't do any training because I had no interest in going on circus. <laughs> You know, but they'd be, they'd be on the, they'd be doing the trapeze rings, which is kids love today, playing out in the backyard, like, and they'd be doing that, like, you know, that'd be in their, um, whatever they were doing, like, the, the few tricks to do different things, like, you know, that type of thing, yeah. But, um, no, they'd have, they'd be doing that, and they'd, and to be honest with you, we had some of them there now, that the children would learn in the house, the mothers and fathers could say read. Or my uh, father could read and write, but I wasn't teach. I wasn't taught like how to, to learn how to read and write. But these are people now. We had the people from uh, uh, Northern Ireland, and they worked in the circus every year. But the kids, children went to school. And they went to school for, when we were in the circus, they could go to, to school. Uh, every place you move, you could go to, go every day if you want to, like, you know. But um, they went to school. So that's the parents they had, looked after them that way, like, you know. I, I had parents that, well, I'm just saying, that didn't look after me that's the way they should have done, done them. Well, that's education-wise, like, you know, I wasn't looked at properly. So I you had those kids that was, that was good, good parents, and they knew exactly what to do with the children, like, 
they knew they were growing up and they wouldn't be with them in the next few years, so they had to learn for themselves, you know, to, to read and write and stuff like that. So that I regret. That's the only thing I do. I did regret, like, was not learning. They had a different sort of a, uh, a lingo for themselves, like the circus. Anybody on the show would have to talk their own lingo. So if they could speak, the anyone else around wouldn't know what they were talking about. Do you understand what I mean? Like, and if they wanted to shut up, just say Nanti Polari. So you shut your mouth up, like... <laughs> it's weird, like, but things I learned a bit of uh, that type of stuff, all right, like, you know. But uh, if they wanted to say something, they'd say it in the, the, their language, like, you know. They'd be up in the morning very early, skip the Tober, Tober was a field, like, you know, and we'd have to get up in the morning, trust me, in the caravan, then we'd go to another place, like, you know. But uh, you'd, you'd, you'd meet a lot of different people, all right, like, you know. Um, there, like, you know. And, and the thing was, too, we didn't mix with the outside, we didn't go outside of uh, camp, like, you know, or talk to the, the shosses, as we call them. Uh, that's what they had on the show for them. That was um, the names, like, uh, don't speak to the dresses. And of course, straight away, you'd know that you'd know the, when, they, when they had their sort of weird uh, broken English, don't do this, don't that, like, and so you didn't do it, like, you know. And you also remember now, when we go for milk, um, we had Protestants and Catholics on the show. But I remember particularly in one place that we went into, there was, you had to go for your, like, if the farmer didn't sell the milk to you, had to up the road, like maybe a mile or so up the road. So um, I got the milk at this house, and now I knew he was a Protestant. <laughs> Plus, I know your mum was a Protestant. Like, I knew that the farmer was a Protestant. You know, so I know what to say here, like, you know. So <laughs> I went down, they got me milk. Well, wait, how did you get that milk? Just walked in there and I said, I didn't tell them, I was told them I was a Protestant, you know. But <laughs> the TV's bitch would be calling me, like, you know. <laughs> I was only young enough at this stage, but I, I knew how to get out of things quick. John Sam, was smart little thing, like, you know. But um, I thought it was funny myself. Yeah, I know, I said. I got me made, didn't I? And didn't walk three miles up the road or said to get it. <laughs> things like that. There was like things I I thought it was funny, but look to them it wasn't like you know, especially the Fredericks. They were Catholics and they were really really uh, good Catholics, if you know what I mean. Kids be going to mass on the Sunday on the Sunday. And uh they always send the children to school and strict it, like with me. I'm sure they said, don't play with her, she's too rough for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which is, they probably did, like, you know, I probably was, like, oh, she's too devious, like, and if something went down, and uh, if they were doing tricks or acrobats, they felt to say something. Uh, and I'd hear it, you know, and I, if I didn't like the young lady, I'd say it, like, you know. 
And of course, she'd be telling me, she's not saying this about him. <laughs> I said, well, it's a new joke, I'd say. <laughs> but honest to God, I didn't get into trouble, obviously, but you know, I'd be told, keep him out, you know. But things like it have funny things that happen now, right? I enjoyed it for that, like, you know. But, uh, yeah, that's was one of the things I thought was funny, you know, different, different places, like, you know. But it was completely different world, like, people were different. Uh, you're passing houses down the country and you're passing, especially farmers like that, and the little kids would be outside. And we look at the circus going by and the poor devils, you know, you look at them and say, oh, God help them. I probably, oh, God help me, is that what you'd be saying, you know? But this is how life was like, you know. Well, the mammy was a bit, she was a bit, uh, she was from the north now. But I always thought the mother was a bit flaky or something. And uh, we lived in Cork. Because my father, I wouldn't go with him sometimes on the circus. The dad would go on his own. And we live in a, there were lodgings, like, you know, the lodgings used to have years ago, everyone had a rented house, a room in a rented house. But what I used to do was, I used to, uh, I don't know why I don't, I must have been doing it because the mother was maybe getting a bird in the bed and giving me me stuff. So I went in, I used to go into school. Next door, I did go to school then for a while. But uh, I'd, um, I'd go in and I'd, when they'd feed you then, they'd give you a, a, a bottle of milk or some buns or something. They, I think all the children were fed with these, like, you know. So I used to get it and eat it. And as soon as I ate it, I went back home. <laughs> That's why I was put it. And they blamed her because, well, she wasn't looking at me right anyway, but they blamed her for um, not sending me to school. But she, she wasn't getting to bed in the bed, sending me to school. Like, you know, you would be. But uh, things like that. I go in, I'd say. I know I went into school. Of course, I thought I was just good. I'm going to school. The teachers, like, and as soon as I get me food, I'd be gone. I'd eat me food. I said, go to go around the town, then walking around. But probably wild, was I? I wasn't. I thought I was wild in a, a, a peculiar sort of a way, like, you know. But uh, I'd, um, she, well, she never asked me, was he in school? I don't think she even knew I was in school or out of school, like, you know. So the mother wasn't a great mother, like, you know. So um, the father and him was very good when he was there, like, was like, you know, that uh, he looked after us. But I don't know where you got that woman from. <laughs> she leaved her behind. <laughs> so I'd say, I'm serious, like, because she was rubbish, like, you know, in regards of teaching that. I mean, she couldn't teach us herself anything. She wouldn't teach me like that, and, like, you know. Well, in the, in the end, yeah, we did, we all separated. Uh, my father went one way, and then I... Uh, was grown up. And, oh, yeah, I was staying with some of the people out of the circus I stayed with. And then I stayed with them until I got a job. And so I worked in hospitals and uh, in the kitchen and stuff like that, you know. And 
things, things like that, and probably clean the floors and all, all that sort of stuff. So then I walked down in factories. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I, mean? I, I found, like, when I be going for jobs, especially now if you're going to the... Then we, I went to factory work. And when it went to the jobs, it's, I couldn't read or write, you see. So it's going to sit in room, went to the, you know, the receptionist and different people be there. So I just look around. <laughs> what the, looking at who, who couldn't and who couldn't read, like, you know. I just said, I said to Jim Wind, I said, I'm absolutely mid-last behind me and I can't see a thing. <laughs> so, and I'd, I'd be able to tell them all the stuff and where I lived and uh, had that in my head all right. And they'd fill out the, 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 the form you get, like, you know, and I was delighted, great. But every job I went into, I got doing that, like, well, actually, well, it's one way of getting out of the reading and writing, like, you know. But uh, I'm pointing, and then when they give me the job in the factory, I'd say to them, can you do that, show me that, I said, three times, four times, maybe four times, because I want to make sure I don't forget that stuff, you know. I do it, but it always, I don't know what it was, I just had a, a thing that I could remember, and I'd know exactly what to do and get the job, and the thing would be great, got it. And I always remember too, when I'm going, and this is, I lived in England then, you know the tubes, I had to uh, remember the different stops. I had to go to about five stops to get to the factory now. So I'd, uh, I'd remember the pretty stops, the five stops, whatever it was, could be four. And I'd remember how to, I'd remember that. So I was getting me a job, like, and coming back, I knew, like, as a station coming back. I said, well, you won't then think about it, like, you know. But that's pressure. But she was I don't it, like, and I was amazed at myself. <laughs> so true to God. I went over, now we had, to, uh, I used to walk in, I used to walk in the cinema as well. And... Uh, the funny thing with the cinema, I don't remember that. There was loads of, like, I used to sell the, the ice cream and stuff like that, you know, go around, like, showing the ice cream. So this man used, used to keep buying stuff off me, like, of course I was delighted, like, I'd smile back at him, like, you know. <laughs> so he's with his wife, you see. And I kept just smiling. Do you know if you're buying stuff, I'm getting commission on that. Like, you know, of course I'm smiling. And <laughs> I wouldn't mind the, the funny thing about it. The, the, and the fellow was, the chap that was in the office was Dublin. He was Irish, like, you know. And it was grand, like, having an Irish person there. And he was a nice guy. So he said to me, oh, yeah, he could look out of the uh, office in the, you know, when the people went out. He could see out, but you couldn't see in, you know. So 
oh, she, of course, the old lady was giving notice over me, over him. She said, make a noise at him. At the husband, you know. And uh, so he called me Rose in. What well, he said, young man, what are you doing with that poor man? He feels something he thought of his very funny when he seen your man. Did you see what you're picking up? He said, oh, him. Yeah, yeah. He was buying loads of stuff. Of course, we're smiling at him. He said, like, you know. <laughs> he, he thought it was very funny, you know. But um, with his wife was giving notes, she said that I was trying to pick him up. God help me. Said, no, a man like, and I was only in my 80s, you know. And he, I was trying to pick up his airflow. But <laughs> he was laughing his head after that. You're, God, you're right when you are picking up men. But he was joking, though, with me, like, you know. I, like, the thing is, when you're over there on your own and uh, you have to be very careful, even who you talk to. I remind, I'm telling you a bit of my life, another bit of my life, sorry. There was this policeman at the door, you know, and he'd always say hello to me. Now, I didn't like him, you know. I'd say hello back to him. So he called me one uh, night. Now, outside, like inside the, the, the cinema, I was finished the cinema and he called me. I said, yeah. He said, where, where do you live? Oh, I said, I live with my family, I said, and they're very strict. I was being a certain time, I said, I'm not in at that time. They're down there looking for me. That was the end of the story. Dirty old man, whoever he was. But it just goes to show how quick you had to be, like, picking up anyone to, to pick you up. Or, now, wouldn't anyone pick me up, to be honest? I wouldn't go home with anybody. And if I was going to the pictures, uh Coming out of the pictures, usually the fellas would say, can I leave you home? You know, or a dance, a dance, a dance would be. Uh, can I leave you home? I'd say, oh, did you pay for me to get in? <laughs> Straight away, I'd turn off the fellas, you know what I mean? I knew it did. And it would, like, no. Why, I'd say, and off i go. Well, it was something pitch like that way, like, you know. But I had to, I had to, had to smart myself. I had to be quick. I had to look out for me, like. And um, I was living, yeah, living. I was living on my own at the time when I was seeing the, this policeman, like, and he was saying, where did I live? And if I told him, I said, where did I live? He'd be knocking on my door, like, you know, there's no way. I said, oh, no, I said, my parents said very strict, I said. And if I don't, not home between a certain time, they're out looking for me. They're terrible, I said. Given they would both, you know, pretending. After Rose left her family at 11 or 12, she had no contact with them for the next 60 years. In part two, Rose's daughter Martina will be joining us to tell us about the search for Rose's lost siblings. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and rate the podcast. If you'd like to take part, or if you have any feedback, you can email contact nationofstorytellers.ie or find the podcast on Facebook or Instagram. I'd love to hear from you. See you next time, and may you live as long as you want, and never want as long as you want.